EOS Hot Sauce. Liquidity is coming. In this episode, Eden funds its members in its second mock election. Pomelo matching pools gain more support and much more. Hello EOS Nation, I'm Daniel Keyes and this is episode 111 of the EOS Hot Sauce. As always, our spicy weekly updates are available in every format. You can watch on YouTube, listen on your favorite podcast platform, or read it at eosnation.io. It's also where you can subscribe to the EOS Nation newsletter to get that spicy sauce poured straight into your inbox. However you prefer it, help spread the sauce by smashing the like, subscribing, and ringing the bell. This week's episode may not have the same flair and polish that you're used to. That's because our resident hot sauce video editor, Dave, is working on something much bigger. It's something that will have a direct impact on the growth of the EOS community. Ladies and gentlemen, Dave's having a baby this week. But that's not going to stop the hot sauce from flowing in the meantime, and I'm sure Martin will do just fine on the edit. No pressure. Let's get to this week's spicy goodness. The Eden on EOS community distributed about 2,500 EOS among its members in a successful demonstration of consensus building during their second trial election on Saturday, July 18th. After three rounds of voting, the 64 election participants were narrowed down to four and elected to the Eden board. While Chris Barnes won the symbolic vote, the randomly chosen official winner is Amy Hines, who will receive 2,000 EOS in order to work on his initiative called EOS in a Box, which aims to improve the onboarding process of new users onto EOS, perhaps by leveraging the WebAuthn protocol. EOS Nation followed the ensuing discussion about EOSIO WebAuthn integration this week and decided to propose an MSIG to enable the usage of WebAuthn keys and signatures on the EOS mainnet. We're happy to report that the MSIG proposal quickly reached the 15 approvals required from the active block producers, and WebAuthn is now enabled on EOS. We look forward to seeing innovative WebAuthn solutions being deployed on EOS. Okay, now back to the results of the second Eden trial election. As the group, the Eden board members held their kickoff meeting on Monday to clearly define the goals and expectations for this Eden administration. Viewers can watch the full meeting on YouTube or read the summary on eoscommunity.org. The board is going to be working on creating a series of offices that would be in charge of marketing, finances, values, operations, and executive duties. For example, rather than having a chief marketing officer, Eden on EOS aims to have a chief marketing office, which could allow for more permanent framework for development that can survive from one Eden administration to another. These offices reflect a holocratic approach, which boasts a flat organizational structure with little hierarchy where Eden on EOS members will have the flexibility to take on various tasks within different offices. On top of these wider organizational goals, each Eden board member has also reaffirmed their commitment to working on the proposals for which they were elected. Chris Barnes will be working towards building the Eden Members Approved Proxy, which will include presenting all gathered info about block producers to the Eden membership so they may have an informed voting opinion. Felix Rees will be spearheading a content creators initiative aiming to incentivize content creators outside of EOS to produce EOS content over the course of the next few weeks. Joshua Seymour is donating his 110 EOS to Randall Rowland's project called EOS Support, which aims to establish well-organized customer support for EOS in the form of dedicated staff, EOS courses, and more. Want to learn more about the current Eden board members? Make sure to tune into the latest edition of the EOSIO Swiss Workshop organized by Patrick Schmidt, CEO and CTO of Nova Crypto and EOS Nation Swiss Ambassador, which is now published on his YouTube channel. Patrick's latest workshop focuses on interview sessions with all of the current Eden on EOS board members. The exposition comes in different stages, with a joint session featuring Chris and Amy coming in first, followed by solo sessions with Felix and Josh. The speakers will be shedding some light on the following topics. 
Eden board member backgrounds and projects, proposed solutions to make EOS thrive, and the Eden roadmap. If there's one thing the entire EOS community can agree on, it's that there's been a lack of liquidity for projects building on EOS. While Eden is aiming to change that with fractal democracy, Pomelo is aiming to change that by allocating funds from various matching fund partners to community projects via the quadratic funding distribution method. Block1 has committed to being the first matching fund partner, and .gems recently announced they'll be contributing to the pool too, with funds raised from the Pomelo NFT series fundraising effort. To highlight the importance of liquidity, this week's NFT drop is exactly that, Pomelo liquidity. All of our Pomelo NFT drops are still available on Atomic Hub, which now includes the Pomelo Seeds, the Pomelo Soil, and now the Pomelo Liquidity. All sales generated by our Pomelo NFT series drop will be donated to the Pomelo platform as matching funds to be included in the first round of funding that's coming up later this year. Make sure to tune in next week to the EOS Hot Sauce to pick up the fourth and final drop. What do you think it's going to be? Let us know in the comments. We're looking forward to seeing the liquidity flow on EOS. If you're interested in participating in Pomelo funding either as a contributor or as a project seeking funding, we'd love to hear from you. Complete our short survey to help us make the Pomelo experience great for you. You can find a link to that in the written edition of this episode. The more you share with us about your needs and wants, the better we'll be able to create a Pomelo user experience that satisfies them. Speaking of liquidity, the Bancor DAO will be voting on July 26 to whitelist DAP for a single-sided liquidity pool staking with a 500,000 BNT co-investment. This will be one of the biggest crossover events of the year, and it will enable DAP to witness a significant increase in liquidity from the Bancor network and from the bridging with the Ethereum network. This DAP bridge to Ethereum and its ERC-20 contract was designed and deployed by Blockstart, who received a 750,000 DAP grant from the DAP network. When it was based solely on DeFi box on the EOS network, DAP recorded liquidity of roughly 50,000 to 100,000. But with the help of this proposal, we are likely to see an increase as liquidity reaches 2 million in depth on the Bancor side and the DAP side, with Bancor's functioning as DAP's main liquidity provider on Ethereum. This increased liquidity will greatly reduce slippage and allow DSPs to invest more in the network and develop more services on it. Other DSPs will also be able to buy into the project without fear of having to hold an illiquid asset. The proposal also creates a single liquidity protection pool funded with DAP tokens to form a layer of impermanent loss protection, which covers potential losses related to DAP token prices rising against BNT. Compensation becomes available for the loss in fee generation and it further facilitates single token exposure. Compensation becomes available for the loss in fee generation and it further facilitates single token exposure. DAP holders can choose to stake this pool to fund the impermanent loss protection, while the holders themselves will realize higher yields. If everything goes according to plan, DAP users can expect a whole lot more liquidity on the network, as well as more projects and additional functionality. The wide range of big players and potential investors available on the Ethereum network opens up interesting possibilities in cross-chain NFT staking and bridging, as well as DeFi gamification. Keeping that liquidity flowing, DeFi Box White Paper version 4.0 is here. As expected, this update came with a few changes, with the standout being the announcement of DeFiBox swap pool protocol launch on the Binance Smart Chain. This move is a real-time manifestation of item 5 on the white paper, dealing with cross-chain exploration. However, users will have to wait for more specifics, seeing as no date has been revealed for the BSC launch. At this point, it's safe to expect even more functionality, as well as a better user experience on DeFiBox. With the level of activity and popularity of the Binance Smart Chain, the added liquidity is something really worth looking forward to. 
And finally, we have some good news for our Van City Outbreak collectors. Starting next week, we're introducing a blending promotion to reward our Van City Outbreak holders with new art from Reed Lucier, the artist behind our Van City Outbreak NFT collection. We're going big on this blending promotion, and collectors that want to participate will be required to blend many NFTs to access this exquisite and standalone Lucier art. The first blend available, Jungle Raid, goes live next Saturday at 1600 UTC. You can find all the recipes for the upcoming blends in the written edition of this episode. Are you missing a few NFTs to complete your blending recipes? Check out the Atomic Hub Market or join our dedicated Van City Outbreak Telegram channel to trade with other members of our community. And that's all for this week's episode of the EOS Hot Sauce. Once again, I'm your host, Daniel Keyes, and we'll see you again next week. Until then, let's keep it spicy.